Hello and welcome to the Fight to Fight. Tonight we have Miss GB herself and world champion Natasha Jonas. Natasha, it is so good to have you here tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, no worries at all. Um, first up, I want to say a massive congratulations because obviously in November you became world champion and it was a really great night. It was a great night of boxing overall, but you absolutely smashed it <laughs> with Chris Numbers. I mean, I mean, you pretty much did it in round one. Um, you know, if, if we'd had a 30 more seconds, you probably would have, you know, knocked her out in the first round. So did you think it was going to be that easy? It, it still wasn't easy. You've got to get the shots off and everything. But like Joe had been saying for the whole camp, like everyone stopped telling us she's going to knock her out. She's not. Like this is going to be ten hard rounds, and wow. and and I think she even said herself, um, like she didn't think I'd, I'd be able to punch or something. And I, and I was like, I felt a little bit disrespected by Joe and by Namaste. So, so I was like, okay, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, you definitely so then, punch. Yeah, when when the opportunity came, and you know, hats hats off to all my sparring partners because the the real hard work was done with them. And and I knew if if I replicated even just fifty percent of what I did with them in the ring, then I, I knew I'd win anyway. But it, I didn't never think I'd, I'd win like that. Only because Joe had drilled it out to me that I wasn't. Oh really? No way. That's a way to build your confidence, isn't it? Oh uh, <laughs> no, it's it with madness. Yeah. The power you had, I want to ask you, because you came up in weight classes to mm. take her on and to get this belt. Um do, I mean, to me, it looked like you you were so powerful that night. Do you think that's to do with the different weight? What do do you think that's got something to do with it? Um, no, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of things included. I've, I've always been strong and I think I've always been powerful. I think, you know. I think like punch power has always been one of me um like benefits. I don't know what to, I can't think of the word I'm trying to use, but yeah, it's always been yeah, that's it. It's always been one of them. So um but I had to I, I as you grow in professional boxing and just in boxing in general, you have to add other strings to your bow. And you know, yeah. I can't always be like because sometimes it doesn't it doesn't work. There's you know, times with Katie and times with Teddy that that it's gone ten rounds and yeah, you have to, you know, yeah. adapt the plan to that. So I, I can't just always rely on that one shot because sometimes it's it's not there. So there was other things that I'd worked on in the camp, and it it wasn't just like a case of like you know eating eating more and training less to, to build up. There was a lot of science that went into the camp, and yeah. you know you are heavier. You've got to carry that weight for for ten rounds. You're you're expected yeah. to carry that weight for ten rounds, and it is a lot different. So um, I, I do think in that camp though, I did realize how much like mentally more than physically like the weight cut takes out of you yeah for sure um, because for the whole week obviously I, I knew I was so far under that get, getting on the scales wasn't going to be the issue yeah so then instead of thinking about the weight which is what you're normally doing yeah I was thinking about the fight so before I'd even got in the ring I must have done three million rounds in my head yeah um, so it was just that whole week like even though i had more energy physically and you know you're not drained you're not yeah. making a weight or whatever i was physically i was mentally drained because uh, i've done so so many rounds yeah for sure no it's incredible that the weight cut i always i always admire female boxers that can do that anyway i mean you've you've changed a lot with weight classes what what is it like when you've actually got to make weight i mean I change daily, let alone like <laughs> monthly. Like how, 
that stress that you're talking about where you actually got to have a whole week of thinking about a fight what's it like when all you're thinking about is weight what do you have to do what happens to your body I have a nutritionist now um so like we, we always have a plan um yeah. and that goes even on to fight weekend you know there's like I, I've never really had to do some of the things that other boxers do like I, I don't really use saunas and and and, and baths and what, whatever it's it is always like weight that comes off um but that's all that's all the science behind of part of the plan but um it can be stressful and obviously yeah. you have you have you have, you have to learn and because I've been in boxing for so long it, I, you have to learn about your body you know at certain times of the month especially for women you will yeah. retain a little bit more water you'll you know you'll you'll crave a bit more sweet things and yeah. and obviously when you've got a restricted diet plan you, you can't do that so it's you have to come up with like um ways to deal with that and combat that issue um and luckily me and scott get on really well and he knows me too well there's always ice cream in my plan so oh, i've always got that as i've always got that as a kickback it's like my favorite thing in the world so always got something no that's good yeah, yeah. so your next fight i mean i've heard a lot of rumors and i'm pretty excited um yeah i mean i know that you can't say yes or no and nothing's like <laughs> um, set in stone but is it still being made that hannah rankin is possibly going to be next and is it going to be September the 10th on the Shields Marshall card? What is there any more that you know? Are you anything at all? <laughs> yeah, there isn't there isn't much more than I can add. I know that we are in talks and there's been a lot of back and forth and hopefully we can get it over the line. There's still things that they're coming back with and we're responding to and, and vice versa. So yeah. um obviously there's other offers that she's got as well. And and, and I don't blame her for considering that because I, I do the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. I heard it, it, yeah it doesn't benefit me but i i understand why she's doing it you've got to take the best offer that's on the table for you because you know you're only boxing for a short period of time and you've got yeah. to keep the doors open but obviously i'd love to have the fight i think there's a show in liverpool yeah um, on a third i think there's a, a show in london on the 10th and either of them for me would be yeah. you know it'd be amazing to have a homecoming in liverpool which is what i've said i've wanted all along but then it would be also just as amazing to be on a the first female only card with such you know a big, a big backing and a big night of boxing with you know Sav Clarissa, uh, Baumgartner and Maya. That yeah. so yeah for me as well that that's another one as a spectacle that I'd love to be a part of and I, no matter which one's which way uh, I think I will be a part of it whether that's on comms or whether that's fighting on the night. So you'll be there. You'll be there. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll be there. Yeah. I've already bought my tickets for the 10th September. Like, <laughs> I'm ready. I don't, like, I mean, but I was going to ask you because potentially for me, like as a fan, I'm going, I might be able to see loads of my favorite boxes all in one night. Um, what do you think of an all female card in terms of trying to get, you know, people on board that aren't necessarily, you know, maybe they haven't been exposed to women's boxing yet. They don't know how good it is. So do you think this is going to pull them in? Do you think this is going to push them away? Like, what do you, what, what's your opinion on the all female card? I think it's a it's a good test to see where it's at. I think, and I think that's what well, I, I presume that's what we're trying to test. We're trying to push the boundaries and and break some of the barriers down. There isn't a a, a fight of the year contender now which doesn't have a female fight in it. So that just goes to show how far female boxing's come. You know, we're up at, at its best. We've always known how good it was. We just needed the world to see it, and now we've got the athletes to do it. You know, yeah. your, your Myers, your Baumgartners, your Clarissas, your, your Savs, myself, 
Hannah, yeah. <laughs> Katie Taylor, uh, Sharano, like all fights like that, and and Pursun, you know, Hamadouche, all them fights that they've been like classics, and yeah. and and everyone's really thoroughly enjoyed them, and no one, you know, the first thing when people saw man and katie's fight was why wasn't this top of the bill and that yeah. that was huge considered it was on a pay-per-view and it was you know a, a heavyweight undercard so um yeah and like i said we, we just needed the like you know the promoters to get behind us the stations to get the behind us, the broadcasters to get behind us and, and and they are doing that now and taking us seriously so this will be a good judgment of where we are in that and then hopefully we can push for the things like the three inch that everyone wants yeah and then we can push for the money that we want to do that so yeah no absolutely yeah for sure well this brings me perfectly talking about how far it's grown so i mean you are miss Juby. you <laughs> you you were the first person well the first female to compete at the olympics to qualify for the olympics like you you began it all which is just incredible and i want to ask you because i know that you began wanting to be a footballer and then took a u-turn because of injury and and came into boxing and i'd love to know about how you got into boxing and how it if you fell in love with it, did you fall in love with it? Um. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship. Yeah. I love it. What do you think? Um, it, you know what? It was just a mad coincidence and an accident. And some, my first ever coach who was from the Rotunda ABC, which was my amateur gym that I, ne I never really left. Um, the, I used to go to my uncle's karate gym just to lose a bit of weight after my injury. I'd put on a lot of weight. I'd lost a whole group of friends and a fortnight. I need to, like, sport was my motivation to, like, yeah. keep myself healthy and, and, and mentally um, keep myself on track. And when I lost that, I yeah. felt like I, I lost more than just the playing football. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I started going to my uncle's karate gym and, and, and the woman over the road that used to watch it for him was Sylvia Singleton. And she was the, she just started, like, the, the female side of the boxing in the rotunda. Wow. Um, and, and taking the, the, the young, the younger, like, lads as well. So she was like, oh, stop training by yourself and come along to the gym. And I was like, oh, God, yeah, I'll come next weekend. <laughs> and I just, I didn't have any intentions of going, but she bugged me and bugged me that much. And I thought, like, it's embarrassing now that every week I say, oh, I'll go next weekend. I don't. So oh, I thought, I'll just go. I'll just yeah. go. And then the next time I see it, I'll just say I didn't like it. I'm not going back. Like, I was grown. I was like 20 at the time. I was like, I'm not being scared to tell some woman that I don't want to yeah. do it. So, like, so I went. And God, that was like, it was like 17 years ago now and I haven't looked back since. I just went and just enjoyed it from the, the first minute yeah. that I went in there. It was like, you know, it was, I think it, it kept me um, like like football. The, the, the difference with football is that I used to be mad when I used to try and I used to feel that some of the other players didn't and would lose. With boxing, it's all about you and I don't have to rely on anybody else. Yeah. You mean, you go everywhere as like, you know, team team rotunda or team yeah. gb or what team england whatever but when you're in the ring it's just about the work that you've put in so i appreciated that more than football because then like you can't hide yeah it's just you all that hard work that you know yeah. when you get that belt it's yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> like no that's amazing were there any were there lots of girls doing it at the time were you one of the only ones no i was the only one for a few years and then some younger ones lauren um there was a couple that used to like flitter in now but they were they were a lot younger like i said i was like yeah. 20 21 at the time so when you're like when you get to that like 14 15 16 age they kind of flitter in and out but if you can keep them they'll stay forever 
but they do yeah. flitter out because they find clubs and they find boys and they find something other things to do but yeah. I, obviously I was over all that stage and I, I kind of knew what it what it takes to 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 be an athlete and to take things seriously so yeah. I was quite driven from the beginning um I never and every time I thought right this is as as good as it can get they were like okay you can box for England because you're now an ABA champion then I'd box for England they were like okay now you can come to the you know the tournaments because you're an England boxer and then I was like okay now it's going to be an Olympic sport so now we're going to have to make a team ah. do, but you're going to have to go to the even <laughs> session so every time that I thought oh I've got as far as I can go yeah. something another avenue and another opportunity and another door would open and you know I, I am so blessed to, to be able to say that like I've made a career out of it um, and I've also got you know a, a commentary role as well yeah, from yeah. It, so. with the presenting as well it's like you know, a whole life yeah it's, it's madly just all spun from boxing when really i had no intentions of ever doing it well, really you just wanted to be a footballer <laughs> yeah really just, yeah i wanted to be playing for england tonight but it didn't work out that way it definitely would have been there for sure i want to ask you as well so when you uh finished with the amateurs i say finish you didn't finish um as mm. such but is that so that's when you decided to have your little girl and yeah. so did you have a break between so amateur and pro or did you carry on training or what did that look like no, I, I had a, um, I had like a two year break. Um, because when I when I said there wasn't a pro scene, there was, but you had to either move to America or Germany to make it like a, to be able to live from. Yeah. Um, so I've I already did the whole moving to America thing, and and I, I was kind of over that, and I didn't really want to go back there. Um, so there was no real scene here. So when I said bye to the amateurs, I was saying bye to boxing because I knew that was wow. that was that was as like I was going nowhere else like I didn't want to be amateur so I, I was saying goodbye to boxing and obviously um then Katie turned professional with Eddie and Sky got me along to do some of the commentary for for that debut yeah and then after that um Tom Stalker who was our team captain for 2012 and he was a professional at the time called me and said oh I think women's boxing will take off now you know Katie's turned over and there'll be big opportunities for more girls like there's a good there's a good story with you and here wouldn't you think about it now my, my little girl was I think she was one at the time um and I was like oh Tom shut up I'd I, I carried on <laughs> training as such but you know there's a difference between being fit and doing yeah, you know sure. <laughs> classes and then doing being boxing fit and, and being able to fight so yeah. Like I, I kept myself in the gym because I think that's just who I am. I'll always do that regardless of what I do. Um, and he was saying, oh, you should come back. And I was like, oh, Tom, shut up. And as a new mum, I was so focused in that first year of trying to be perfect and yeah. trying to do everything that everyone expects of you and trying to make, be now responsible for a whole human yeah. <laughs> that I wasn't even responsible <laughs> for myself. And I was like, so I, my whole like energy like that was used to be focused on boxing but was then shifted to her yeah um and then like at one years old obviously she was in nursery I had um I was working it's like I was self-employed at the time so I was doing me work around here and she had her own little routine and I was thinking well actually when Tom said it I, I put the phone down I was like shut up and then I was like what is actually stopping me because you know I, I could work around me training and 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 the, and the baby because that's what I was doing anyway yeah and she had her own little routine and she was settled in what she did so I knew that wasn't going to be an issue and my family and my friends as I've got such a big family and they're so supportive that I knew that she would never be an issue yeah so like I, I phoned my mum and I phoned my cousin 
who are like the two people that I'm closest to that see the the, the horrible side of boxing. Like yeah. you know that you know no one sees that I cried for like two days when I lost in the Olympics. Oh. But, they, but they did. Yeah. So I, I phoned them up and I was like, right, there's an opportunity to 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 go pro. Like, and this was what I'll entail. This is what I'll do. And they were like. Listen, if you believe you've still got it, no matter what you do, we'll 100% support you. Don't even worry about the baby. She'll never be an issue. And, and that was that was the start of the, the professional journey. What an amazing family you've got as well. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you're right. No one sees that side of it. No one sees like the pain when you lose or even the pain in training, you know, when you're training yeah. times a day and your body's falling apart. And what was it like coming back to serious training after having a baby? Well, <laughs> so like, I... I when I came back, I wanted to be this weight, maybe maybe one four seven. Yeah. And Joe was like, "No, it's too heavy." And I, I was walking around about one 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 four seven at the time. And he was like, "No, it's it's too heavy. It's too heavy." And I was like, "He was like, well, you've boxed at sixty, so." And I was thinking, that was like two years ago. Like I haven't made that weight for a long time. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna get that. And then all of a sudden, like like I say, I got, I just got down to super feather and. It, I wouldn't say it was easy, but it what it wasn't maybe as hard as I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah, it was. I just got down, and then it, it was so hard. You you like you're supposed to be stronger when you've had a baby. After you've had a baby, I don't. There's like science yeah. behind you being stronger after. Yeah. Um, and I do. I, I am like I'm faster. I'm stronger. Um, I'm all these things and. With every camp, as you would expect, it, it, I am improving. So Joe just like messing about calls me Benjamin Button because every camp <laughs> when I do me testing and stuff, you know, it's always improving. It's always getting better. And he's like, "How are you going up in age, but getting better in results?" I was like, "Ah, oh. yeah, and yeah, maybe it is that. Maybe there's actual science behind it. All these yeah, athletes yeah. like scared of having children. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should just go and have them and just have yeah. a year off, and you'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. Pop them out and then come back stronger. <laughs> All right. What about the camps? What does that look like when you have a camp? Do, does your little girl go with you? Does she see you train? Do you what, what happens when you're like you know a couple of weeks out from a fight or say a couple of months so, out? So, so normally, um, I, I, I obviously do the mum stuff, get her ready for school, take her to school. Then I do uh, go up, get in the gym for about half ten for boxing. Um, two hours in there, stay over in in Bolton or in Manchester, wherever, um, for another like hour or so and then a bit later on do the run come back and, and get it oh, wow. in time it's after school club that I pick her up from yeah so then that's my two sessions for the day done and then I go back to being a being mum so that's what usually happens now for the Terry Harper fight um we, we had lockdown yeah so I was I was homeschooling which was tough like I, I will never moan about boxing again because that was the way I, I don't <laughs> know how to do it. yeah so she was coming to training because we I couldn't bubble with me nan because me nan's old and she was um what's the what was the she, she's like shielding. at risk yeah, yeah she was she was shielding and at risk so I didn't want to obviously I knew I'd be in the gym with Joe and and the, I'd be in the bubble with the baby and there was I think there was an um one of the other lads was fighting as well so I knew there was a bubble that I didn't really want me nan to be a part of which normally her and my mum would yeah so um it was just me and the baby bubbling and, and Joe. Um, so we went through the whole camp with me, Joe, Crawler. Uh, I think it was Paul Butler was the other person that was fighting. Yeah. And, and we was the only, or it might have been Callum yeah. Johnson. 
and we was the only ones in the in the bubble and training and uh, it was just so hard because she was with me 24 7 so joe would be like go and count her reps and and like oh, she'd be like one two so she was having a ball and she'd come in, in the middle of the spot and give me my water in between rounds and then joe would say mila run and then he'd go mommy run and then i'd have to run after her down the track <laughs> so she 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 had like i think she always knew knew what it did yeah but she she never really quite understood she, she knows that mommy goes to gym and mommy boxes but she never knows what happens in the gym and and from then on she knew what happened in the gym and and she's seen it so um and and with this camp as well now it's the summer holidays and potentially yeah. i'm going to be fighting in september so she's again is going to be involved in this camp because yeah. she was in the gym with me before this this morning so awesome does she get involved has she got any gloves have you got a tiny gloves she everlasted send her a pair and um, oh. a little bit of kit. So she's not really she's not really interested if I'm honest. She loves she loves being in the gym and she loves being around the lads and she loves like like she'll she'll say mommy and, and hit the bag when I'm like we're in the gym. But yeah. as for boxing really, she's not really that interested, but she absolutely idolizes Nikita. So every time that she sees Nikita, she's like, Mum, right, that's it. I want to play football. Oh no. So you will have that football. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well oh, I just know that it's a sport that I like. So football yeah. I'm I'd be, I'd be happy with football. What's she not allowed to do? Oh <laughs> what sport? Um, you know what? I don't have because I'm I'm pretty sure my mum would, would have been thinking, oh not boxing. Yeah but, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> It's opened so many doors and avenues yeah. and opportunities that it's more than the sport just itself. You know, I'm hard working. I'm good at talking to people at all levels. I'm, you know, I don't want to say I'm on time because Joel says she's lying. But yeah. like, you know, I'm, there's loads of qualities. I'm committed. I'm all them things yeah. that I've got, and they're they're life skills. They're not just adaptable to sport. You know, they're, yeah. they're life skills that you need. And if you asked an employer, what would you want you your workers to be that they'd say them things so yeah for sure well that must be amazing pair as well because she can look up to you and know that she can literally be whatever she wants and you know yeah. like boy girl with you know with nikita as well it's like anything's possible and i think that's, yeah. that's amazing you know for to you me, to it, i'm just mum like, <laughs> like i'm just born an old mum the only time she ever like even was like half bothered was when I went into her school and everyone was like, oh, there's me, Elizabeth. And then she was like, she'd run over and hold me hand then. And she was like, uh, yeah. so that was the only time like I got a bit of clout was it, with, with her is when I went to a school and did like a little talk. Oh, wow. So that's good though. So now she can be impressed. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now that the other kids are impressed, now she's like, yeah, that's, that's what like, Okay. <laughs> she'll do. She'll do. Yeah, she'll do. Yeah. She's all right. She's all for it. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for telling us about your journey. And also it's amazing. Like, it's incredible that you've gone from, you know, being, you know, from having a completely different vision of your life to taking up boxing, to fighting against, you know, everything, you know, you said there wasn't even a women's scene back then. And look where you are now, world champion. And so many people say that, you know, female athletes, oh, you can't have children. You can't do this. Like you've just proved people wrong constantly. And I think that's amazing. So thank you for being inspirational to everyone. Oh, nice one. I think, I think one of the most important messages as as a as a parent and as a mum and as an athlete that I've got is that you know it's okay to still have and chase your dreams and 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 want to do stuff for yourself. Like obviously your, your children are important and you, Mila means everything. She's the best title. Mum is the best title that I've got. But 
that. There's, there's still things that I want to do for me and and she's a, a whole massive part of that but I can still do them and not feel guilty just because I'm a mum that I, I have to sacrifice everything you know she's she's part of the reason why I do it yeah and absolutely she'll learn from that too and she'll look at you and be like oh you know it's okay to be able to follow my dreams and have a family and do this and yeah I think that's amazing yes, thank you Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'll let you go because the girls are playing. Oh. <laughs> I want to get home to watch the football. <laughs> so, thank you so much for talking to us today and hopefully I'll see you soon. Oh, cheers. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye.